that sound means welcome back to just the tip off the nba podcast that could have made that pass interference call at the end of the saints rams stick game i know that's the wrong sport but that's how bad it was welcome guys unless you're a rams fan Oh man! So I mean, the quarterback admitted he's like, "Well, I'm not gonna say anything, but I got up expecting a." Fight. Hey, I want a beer off of Sam off that call. Yeah, so yeah, he did. Pretty stoked about yeah, that. Yeah, he did. Had really no horse in the race up until that, so we're just frivolously uh, betting on uh, the game. Like, hey, you want the spread on this? We're like, yeah, sure. <laughs> well, I was just disappointed. It's hardly not Whoa. to root for Drew Brees. It's like, come on, right? man. <laughs> Who would bet against Drew Brees, you monster? <laughs> two years in a row, two on like the yeah. final one of like essentially the final one play of the game. Just this right. one hell of a field. Back, back to basketball. Back to basketball. <laughs> uh, the uh, starters for the All Star game were announced today. Just going down the list for the East, the starters are Kyrie, Kemba, Giannis, Kawhi, and Embiid. With Giannis as the captain, and for the West, the starters are Steph, Harden, LeBron, KD, and Paul George. With LeBron as the captain. Uh, one thing we noticed right away is that the West doesn't have a traditional center. That's okay because. Um, KD is a small ball center, and LeBron can be a small ball center. Also, it's the All-Star game, so it doesn't matter all that much. The way they decided it was each side got two front court and three back court. So whether you were center or forward, it didn't matter. I'm okay with that explanation, but it still feels like they just got Kevin Durant in there. You think the Joker should have got him? I think it could have been okay. Anthony Davis. I think, think it could have been Kevin Jokic. Well, did they get Kevin Durant Anthony in there? Anthony Davis can't be the starter because he's hurt. I'm sorry? Anthony Davis is hurt, so he can't be a starter. Well, so is so LeBron if, James. Okay, yeah. yeah. But so uh, if, I, uh, I think LeBron will be back by the game, and Davis might not be. Regardless, they've you know, they've done it before. As, Last season, almost all the All-Stars in the East were, went down with injury. Yeah, yeah so, but after. Right, right. right. Yeah. It's a moot point. I All I'm saying is I feel like they went and kind of just. Did they, did they get Kevin Durant in, or did they get Paul George in? I would say Paul George is having a better season than Kevin Durant. The only reason I say that is because Kevin Durant is on such a good team, it it, it just makes him not look as good. Mm-hmm. Paul George, he's also on a great team, but I'd say he looks more – he's more outstanding. He is the number one guy on OKC. This is a mm-hmm. Russell Westbrook fan saying Paul George is the number one player on OKC Thunder. I mean, it helps when you shoot better than 28%. I don't know. I already the, gave it to him. I already gave for it to the record, him. This was Nathan making that point, not me. Everyone just likes to kick a man when he's down. It's not just a tip off if someone doesn't make a jab at Westbrook. Ugh, well, I, I was surprised that A didn't didn't get in. I'm wonder if it could be the injury. Well, I mean, it's not that he didn't get in, it's that he's not a starter. Oh yes, he's in, yeah. but the starter, especially because they don't have that traditional center. and also 50 percent of um 50 percent of it was decided by fan vote and some tells me there's a lot more uh whether it be thunder warriors lakers or rockets fans than there are pelicans that's fans. true pelicans no offense pelicans fans i mean they're all focused on the saints and trying to they're all they're all busy exploding about that they, were, yeah, they, they weren't voting, voting. for the all-star game they're just still pissed off about that and filing lawsuits against. Although the NFL. I'm sure we're, we're going to hear some shit about from Pelicans from New Orleans fans about this. Yeah, and we're going to hear it on our new Twitter account at Just the Tip Off One, no spaces. Oh, Please, wow. if you have anything to uh, bring to us, hit us up on Twitter at, at Just the Tip Off One, no spaces. All right, we're finally moving away from your own personal Twitter. Yeah, too many trolls. Still feels great to attack Sam. On I, I was, was going <laughs> to get a lot of death threats. 
<laughs> well, if you're on Twitter, you might as well be on Spotify and or Podbean. Go ahead and give us a follow and a like there too. There's our social media plug for the for the cast. But regardless, uh, All Stars. I think that Jokic and AD got snubbed. Other than that, I'm pretty happy with it. In the East, uh, Kevin Walker's a starter, yep. which I'm I'm, I'm, I'm real I'm, happy I'm about. Happy about it. he should this year. You know, he it's it, it's in uh, fucking. Charlotte, Charlotte, right? Charlotte. Yep. Yeah, yeah. I mean, obviously, he was going to be included, especially the way he began the season. Yeah, oh, yeah. contract um, year, man. Contract. And Emma. you just kind of look at the guardless West with John Wall going down. You kind of. Some people were arguing Bradley Beal should have been up there. I think he may have made his run a little bit too late for him to be considered the All Star starter. He is yeah. doing well. But... I still think he'll be an All Star. And speaking of runs late. There's also that uh, same idea within All-Star voting itself is Clay Thompson started the season pretty poorly in the first oh, two God. months and has now come and exploded I mean, I two nights I ago. I don't, I don't think anyone is saying that Clay Thompson should be a starter. Uh, so I'm just saying, like, in yeah. general, I think this is someone who's made that late run, which might end up putting him back in the All-Star game. Because yeah. the way he was playing those first two months of the season, he certainly he was, was not an All-Star. All no, especially all. not in the loaded West. Uh, Kawhi Leonard also in there. I I've talked to Sam about this a little bit. I was a little bit perturbed by it at first because of the games he's missed. Um, but, but he is like the the back court or the front court in the uh, in the East is kind of light. Yeah, you so. got Giannis and Embiid are locks, and I got Kawhi as my uh, third pick. Mason brought up brought up Blake Griffin, who's definitely going to be an All Star. I take Kawhi over Blake. I agree, but. I guess whenever they would, do play, you, yes, you I would take Blake. Mason just hates or, the Raptors. I don't, you, Honestly, maybe I do. Would yeah, you, Mason, you hate I do. the Raptors. I think you put Blake Griffin there. You're essentially starting a, one center and two power forwards. I mean, yeah, Giannis is That's not, kind it, of a position. You, don't, 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 don't think about positions. Just think about who deserves to be there. Yeah, I mean, because if we're going to give it to Kevin Durant, Paul George, LeBron James in the, yeah. in the West. That's, then, that's three small forwards. Yeah. Uh, Kyrie Irving. I I would probably Kyrie Irving's having you know year still, career. Doing, I guess makes sense. Yeah. No, no. yeah, absolutely. No, I I think they got the East just right. The West, um, you could make an argument that either Katie or Paul George should be swapped for Davis, but beyond that, um, I think that just because of the amount of stars in the West versus the East, yeah. it's much easier to pick the East oh, yeah. than the West because the standouts of those positions are standouts. There's not really a lot of competition for half the All-Star. Does Damien get snubbed again this year? He'll be in there. He'll, he'll be in okay, there. Okay, so if, if well, we got Curry and Hard in the starting lineup, mm. you got you to gotta think Westbrook's going to get the nod. You Westbrook, would, Lillard. You think Clay might. You th- I, would, Clay. I would think Damien would get in. Um, Booker might be. I don't think. I don't think on that bad of a team, and he's he's missed so many games because of injury. So many games. I don't think Mike Conley gets in. I think the fact that the Grizzlies have tanked since that hot start. Side note: the Grizzlies, for the first time, are now accepting trade off uh, trade talks. Everybody, um, (laughs) Marcus Allen, Mike, pretty uh, much everybody. Pretty much everybody. Interesting. I'd say everyone probably but Jaron Jackson. But who, the, but who the fuck wants to trade for Mike Conley's contract? I'd say reserves, who I think might be picked uh, in the East. You got Bradley Beal, mm-hmm. 
Um, Blake Griffin, of course. Yep. Nikolai Vucevic yeah, absolutely. should mm-hmm. most yeah, definitely yeah, be up in there. Yeah. Um, I think Jimmy Butler's going to get one. I'm not convinced yet that he should be. I think Simmons is going to get it. Ben Which, Simmons, I, of course. I think Butler deserves it more than Simmons, but I think Simmons is going to get it because I think he's more the face of the franchise. I think the Sixers might get all three just because of how empty Does the C- East do, is. Do Siakam and Bledsoe get in? No. Uh, no. I don't think either can get in. You know who else might get snubbed? D'Angelo Russell. Yeah. If, if, he, get, if he gets snubbed, that's going to be ridiculous because he's playing outstanding. Kyle Lowry? Kyle see, Lowry, I can see. I, I think is an understandable yeah. left because, lead out, but he's definitely yeah, worth mentioning. He, he, yeah. does, he does a lot for that team. It, mm-hmm. Scoring has taken a massive He's He's literally just pa- he's pass first. He's, he's passing and playing defense, which is great. You know what? It's Wins working games. for them. It's winning games. The Raptors are winning games even without Kawhi. I think they're like 9-3 and three without Kawhi this year. They're still winning those games because they're just such a deep team. But it wouldn't surprise me if Lowry doesn't get the nod. Um, um, just because, obviously, the assists and the defense are there. But, you know, it's flashing the NBA points. That's true. Uh, shooting. What has Kyle Lowry not been doing this year? Shooting. Yeah. Those. Another person who might get snubbed. This is from the West. Um, hopefully he does make the All Star. Drew Holiday. Yeah. Drew Holiday. I always see Drew Holiday a little in the Mike Conley. Like yeah, they're in the same he, bracket. Like yes, like tier, almost like tier. Like they're in that same like. Tobias oh, Harris. Oh, but he's playing so well. Uh, but he's in the Tobias West. Tobias Harris, I think, will make it. You think he'll he'll get it? Yeah. Uh, with all the people in front of him, Carl Anthony Towns. Um, well, we know Wiggins. Well, what is what is Tobias Harris listed? Is he a power, power small? He, he's he's listed as power. Power forward. forward I, think. So, I don't know. There's, we'll see. We'll yeah. see. He, he, he is in he is in the the back court or the front court. Front court. Front court yeah, whatever. that's always interesting. He's in the he's in the front court for the Clippers. So, uh, obviously, you get more nods there than the back court, but. So what did they end up doing with the fan votes? Did they just so that that's so was that's, that the, that, the that's, determined captain? That's the determined captains, and that's worth fifty percent of your All Star cake. Like when here's the thing is it's all smoke and mirrors. They can do whatever they want. We'll have no way of knowing. But um, so Derrick like, Rose and Dwayne Wade, there's just no that, possibility. That, that's fifty. It, it is possible because they have fifty percent. There's, um, there's a better so shot for so Wade. So it's fifty percent um fan vote. Am I understanding correctly? It's fifty percent fan vote, twenty five percent player vote, and twenty five percent media vote. Okay. That's. I, I think I think Wade's got a better shot because he's in the East. Both, yeah. both have the nostalgic story going for him right now. I, but I want, I, I want both um, to get it very badly. That I mean, you know, Luca got a ton of votes. Oh my yeah. god, he's playing very he's well. Playing very but well, I don't but know I don't if he gets the nod. There. I mean, if ESPN had his decision, he'd be the captain. Yeah, well, fair. <laughs> um, yeah, you'd more. But that kind of moves. Hard. If we were kind of, we talked, we talked about some of those players who were might not make it, but are definitely somewhat deserving of it. And this kind of leads me into talking about our most improved. Who is the kind of the most improved race right now of one. this year? All right, Sam, who you got? Oh, we forgot I, about DeMar DeRozan. I, I got... Ooh. No, okay. So, DeMar, here's the thing, also, buddy. Yay, I, I know you're listening. Uh, you got to pick it up, bro. It's LaMarcus Aldridge is the number one guy in San Antonio right now. You we also, we also forgot about him, though. Yeah. We for, classic Spurs, just uh, under no. the radar, chilling. Did you see that Pop didn't have DeRozan out on the final play because he wanted them to get a three? <laughs> yes, he fair. did not have DeRozan playing the yeah. last minute because they needed a three. And didn't get it. Certainly not DeRozan's game. 
I mean, they well, we talked about it last time where they are the first in shooting percentage, but 30th in shots taken. Yeah. Yeah, when they needed it the most, they didn't get it. So, all right, what that tells you. Um, so, my most improved player. Yeah. Buddy Heal. Buddy. Buddy Heal. Buddy boy. But, but Buddy, Buddy Heal is getting an extra six minutes a game. Buddy Heal is getting an extra seven points a game. He's got an extra uh, four Rough three to four percent added to his field goal percentage. He's got an extra rebound a game, an extra half an assist a game from last year. Um, and uh, so that, that's all his improvements. And he's having an outstanding season at 31 and a half minutes, 20.2 points, 47.8 percent field goal percentage, 49 percent re, uh, rebounds, 20, uh, 2.2 assists. And also, Buddy Heald has a fantastic stat of he hits 52.4 of all open threes. So if you leave him open for a three, he makes it more than half mm-hmm. the time. That's I, incredible. And everything is up for him. He's scoring significantly more. Mm-hmm. It might just be his coming out here, and maybe this is what the Pelicans drafted him, right? Yeah. This is by what the Pelicans saw. I mean, this is what he looked yeah. like coming out of Oklahoma. Yeah, that's and sure. what a good fit he'd be with Anthony Davis if they just kept him. I'll, I'll tell you this. I'll, so that's a good pick. Drew, right. I think I have one better. Drew Holiday. Drew Holiday? Career numbers in all his stat lines yeah. this year. He's up in points. He's up in assists. Up by how much, though? Uh, not as much. Okay. I mean, like... I guess that, most that, that, improved. Yeah, it's most improved, not just improved. So he's gone up from 19 to 21 points. Okay. Uh, six assists to 8.1. Okay. Uh, rebounds. Let's see here. What's his overall rebounds? Uh, four, five, four, seven. Not great, but I don't know. He's having great year. I think he's really filled in for Anthony Davis. He's been the the uh, the Robin to his to Anthony Davis's Batman. And while he's out, he's uh, I, I think I, he's carrying the team. I think um, part of the reason he seems so improved is because he was so incredibly underrated last year, and he's starting to get a little bit of due credit. And I do think he's definitely gotten better. I just don't think he is the one who's gotten the most better in this league. Okay. I mean. I see. I, I'm going with Pascal Siakam. Okay. Uh, seven points per game increase. Across the board, free throw, field goal, three-point percentage is all up from last year. He's getting more rebounds. Granted, he's playing ten more minutes a game. But that he's also like showing that it's worth 10 more minutes a game. I mean, yeah, he's, he's a, been, he's, he's, he's consistent. I think he's consistently the third, like best scorer on that team. Like obviously Serge Ibaka is having a big rebound year this year and Kawhi is number one. But I think, I think Siakam is, has, has got to be in the running for, um, for that, that I, award. I, 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 can't, I can't believe both of you guys haven't, uh, both went with Siakam and, um, Holiday, I thought for sure you guys were going to bring up uh, D'Angelo Russell. Boo! I just looked him up. Fuck right, you. You. Take you take him. I was going to take D'Lo. He's going. He's gone up like what? Uh, only f- about four points, but he has. He's gone down point one rebounds. So yeah, that, that's that right there. There it is. <laughs> but he's having right out of consideration. So in the past, I saw that stat the other day. The past three seasons, he's had seven thirty-point games. This year, he's had eight. Nine. Mm. He he also makes. He's also just make. He's always been this way. I remember when he was playing preseason. He'd do the ice in the main celebration. But he is a guy who makes shots in big moments. He's a big clutch player. Yeah. I think it definitely has helped a little bit that Karis Levert got hurt. That yeah. he was a big scorer uh, for the Nets. Mm-hmm. Um, unfortunately, went out fourteen games in the season. Yeah. And he at the time 
14 games in was also kind of, look at this guy. He can, kind of came out of nowhere, obviously. You know, you know who it, the but... Nets remind me of? The Sacramento Kings. They're a very young team with a lot of growth, a lot of potential, and a lot of guys who are finally starting to develop into um, great players. So watch out for the, for the for the Kings and the Nets. It'll be interesting to see what happens in the offseason with Russell because he's a free agent. Wow, he is so fucking consistent on his... Like his two point percentage, point four four seven, point four four seven, point four seven seven, point four seven nine. Wow, that's pretty. It's not exact, but it's pretty damn close. Mm-hmm. Um, he's just a consistent player. Yeah. Um, so that's our most improved race. We'll see how it goes, how it continues. Um, but that's who who you should be looking at for when the end of the year comes around. See if they're in the same spot. We're also watching the uh, OKC Thunder. Pelicans game right now. If you notice a pause or oh, fucking or a slight comment out of place, um, so that kind of brings into our next talk about James Harden. Oh, I know. Have we, we talked about James Harden before? I don't think so. You know, it doesn't. Was... Does he still play for the Thunder? <laughs> Starting to get old yet? Oh. No. This is uh, our third week in a row of making a big deal out of him, but this time. We, I don't know, when he dropped 61 yeah, at the garden. Yeah, we're not going to be sucking his dick this yeah, much this week. No, I'm going to take this time to be a little bit cri- uh, critical of James Harden. When he dropped 61 at the garden, you just kind of have to I'll take keep talking about him, right? But, so but so James Harden, last night, um, incredible stat line, 61-15-4, uh, which on the surface is outstanding. And, like, it, surface is not outstanding. Was it, but, it was a fun game to watch, you know? He just but making, he, sh- he shot... 17 for 30 uh 17 out of 38 from the floor. That's only 44% field goal, which is fine. But you're taking 38 shots. And he, I mean, he shot 5 for 20 uh for three point. That that's 25%. He only made a quarter of his three point shots. He, I mean, if you look at the ones that he shoots, that makes a little bit more sense. Yeah. Like, it was crazy when he was making them in the beginning. He had a high three point percentage making no, if ridiculous he were, ones. No, if he were to stop taking contested step back threes, which he loves to take, he loves to. But if you were just work him out of his arsenal, he'd be such a better shooter. That's true, but I think it's part of his his game to take those shots to make sure you have to guard him out far so he can get the drive. And either get the easy two point bucket or pass it off. But, but if you're sh- but if you're shooting them at twenty two percent, I say let them. I say let them. But here's the thing: if you if you start like let, no, if you start letting them take the shots, they're no longer contested. Yeah. So you have to I, guard him. Well, yeah. You, you, I'm not saying don't guard him. I'm saying try, uh, like if he keeps on taking uh, contested half uh, step back threes. If I were the defense, I would be trying to set him up to take those shots every yes. time. Yes. Yeah, yes, I'm saying like that, and don't like. Go overly aggressive into guarding him and draw that foul, which he yeah. loves to do. You know, you see him start that step back. You know, continue to put that hand in the face. I mean, we know he can go cold. He went what one for seventeen from three that one game a couple weeks yes. ago. So, while he's been on a absolute torrid run right now, it's, he has gone cold. The Rockets as a whole have gone cold. We saw so, the playoffs last year. Side note: Here's where a lot of the uh, efficiency was made up, though. He did shoot twenty-two for twenty-five uh, from the free throw line. That is something he, he scores so, so many points. He is leading the league and people, in many a category. So many, so many people hate him for that, and I think that's brilliant. I think that shows how well he understands the game. This is going to be one of my worth mentions. I'm going to bring it in now. Harden has been fouled on 56 three-point three attempts. So uh, many of them, ten of them, he turned into and ones. And on and one three-point attempts, he is ten for ten uh, on those free throws. Yeah. But is. on these 56, uh, he 56 three-pointers, he's been fouled on. 
Second place is Damian Lillard with 20. He's doubling him over. Holy shit. Almost tripling. Oh, my God. Yeah. He leads... Okay, so he leads the league in free throws at 430. That's... Made or attempted? Attempted. Okay. And so I made what... Four fifteen. He's an eighty percent <laughs> free throw. Or he's he's higher than ninety. In the eighties on his yeah. free throws. He's up in the nineties. He's oh. takes enough. He what? takes enough of them that he's no longer in the nineties. All right, That's but true. so um, he had this little bit of inefficiency. But here's the thing: is maybe maybe you can say there's no team around him, but there really is. The Rockets aren't that bad. No, you they, can't leave them open and, to shoot a ball. Like they will make the shot. And, and they played against a team who is that bad. And barely squeaked out a hundred or one hundred fourteen to one hundred ten win against uh, the Knicks. And part of that is Alonzo Trier. Alonzo Trier had a great game at thirty one ten and three. But Alonzo Trier dropped thirty one. Yeah, it's career high thirty one ten and three. They finally signed him, right? Yeah. Okay. But um, regardless, Damn. I I don't think you can have if Harden is putting up sixty two and you're barely beating the Knicks, something's wrong. How did something's they? Broken. Did okay, so and it's part of the D and Tony system that. Like, don't get me wrong, I'm not diminishing what Harden's doing at all, because I do really think he's unbelievable. I think he deserves the MVP. But a lot of it is the role he's being thrust in. That's true. He's in a place where he can really succeed, and all of what he does is just, I'm not going to say inflated, but it's definitely yeah. exacerbated to the point of his numbers doing looking how they are. Uh, one question that I have is is his, is his the the defense the, where they're faulting, where they're losing those games or is it their shooting percentage when they don't make the shots? D'Antoni's famous for saying it's a make-or-miss league. So you got to take the shots. Make it or miss it. We still want you to take the shot, whether it's bad or not. So is it the defense or is it the shooting percentage? Well, the defense of the Rockets has never, at least in the, since Harden has been there, has never been their calling card to begin with. You know, you think of the Jazz, you kind of think of like, okay, you know, that's a team that plays defense. You got Rudy Gobert. You know, you think of Boston, especially last year. That's a team that plays defense. Nuggets this year. Nuggets okay, this year. That's this a year. team that plays defense. But never once do you even think Rockets, that's a team that plays defense. Because, I mean, even three, two, three years ago, we're thinking, look at Harden just, like, casually reach out. And he, was try to stop somebody. he was yeah. a cone. He was a cone on defense. Yeah. So, I, I think, I wouldn't, it's hard to say it is a defense because that's what they do all the time. And teams are used to defense being that way. So, I think at times it's more the shooting. Than so, anything else. So, so the Houston Rockets are ranked 27th in defensive rating, allowing 112.1 points per 100 possessions, and being better th- only than the Cleveland Cavaliers, the New York Knicks, and the Phoenix Suns. Wow. And just, and just behind the Chicago Bulls. So they're the only team uh, in the bottom five that is not actively tanking. And, <laughs> and, and you want to know where, like, and, quite literally, the Suns, the Cavs, the Knicks, and the Bulls are the Worst four teams in the NBA. That's who the Rockets are with yep. in company on their defense. So, so the it, worst four teams so, in the NBA. Side note, the Cavs allow what I think is the worst I've ever seen defensive rating, 117.3 points per 100 possessions. Oh, no. Go Cavs. Oh, they, no. they have the worst point differential. All right, it's all, for Zion. It's all for Zion. It's all for Zion. It's all for Zion. Just keep – if you don't get – if we don't get Zion, what was this year about? I am still – you know, you guys can have Zion. I'm still on the R.J. Barrett train. R.J. Barrett shoots so much – uh, Zion scores so much more efficiently than RJ Barrett. Because he doesn't shoot as much. Yeah. And but, but you look at the like shots selection. Efficiency. That's how it works. Yeah. But the they, they, they score about the same number of points and he, take, he takes about half as many shots. We have a point to this. Yes. James Harden, is he good? 
Is it or is it the system he's in? So I don't think we can pose it as is he good because yes he is. Yes. But is 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 he as good as his stats reflect? And here's my question: Is what if what if Steve Kerr and the uh, front office at the Warriors just went mad and um, came up with a straight up deal, James Harden for Steph Curry in a first round draft pick? I throw the first round draft pick and I'd make sure D&T, D&T takes it. <laughs> but I would, think he would, would take it straight up. Yeah. Would Steph Curry be better in this position? So James Harden leads, I don't know the numbers off the top of my head, um, but he leads the league in touches. And he's, I don't know if he leads the league, but he's near the top in uh, time per touch. He averages 6.5 seconds every time he, t- every time he touches the ball, it's an average for uh, 6.5 seconds. All right. Like that's, that's a lot of time with the ball in your hands. Especially when the shot clock's only 24 seconds. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And uh, also, how many times do we see he dribbles, loses his dribble, someone comes up, he passes to him, and gets it right back? Oh, yeah. All the it, time. It, he, he gets so many ISO uh, opportunities. And he is an incredible ISO scorer, so maybe not Steph Curry wouldn't be as good at ISO scorer. But I just can't help but think Steph Curry's the most efficient shooter ever, right? Like, Steph Curry is just unbelievable and so what if you were to i'm not saying calling james Harden a bad shooter but he's not you know when his career high at 61 points he shot 44 percent from the field and 25 percent from uh the three point i steph curry can shoot better than that so he says steph curry scores 80 with his percentages and that's and that with those shot selection i don't know if steph would be much more of a if he would be as big of a difference so James Harden shoots 13.3 threes per game on average. Okay. Steph Curry shoots 11.7 threes per game on average. That's two more threes he'd be taking, so let's say he makes them both. That's six more points than Steph Curry every game. Um, But, so the um, ones that Harden gets fouled on don't go in the stats. So that's uh, if he has 56 fouls on threes, that means... That and we're less than fifty six games. That means it's at least an extra. Let's call it one point. Let's call it one point five threes per game that aren't showing up in the stats. Okay, so that bumps it from let's see here, one point six up to a uh, little bit over three. Yeah. So three point one extra threes a game for Steph Curry shooting at about point. He's shooting at 45 percent this uh, this season. Mm. Again, that's amazing. Yeah. Um, so let's say he's making half of them. Okay. So he's making another one and a half threes a game. That still doesn't put him up where he should be or where James Harden's at. So it, what? What is it like? What? I, I mean, uh, he doesn't get to the line as much, which a part of that is because he doesn't isolate. Why is that? It's because he's not running iso ball. What? And so, like he when he's when he's so part of the but reason, when he's driving to the basket, how is that different than when I, James well, Harden's driving I, to the basket? Well, I personally think that Steph Curry does not get the foul calls he, he deserves. I would agree. He, he also gets doesn't drive to the basket near as much yeah. as Harden does. Yeah. Um, well, James is bigger, so there's more mass to guard. Yeah. Uh, James also actively tries to draw fouls, whereas uh, Steph only actively tries to score. Because I don't think he could play through. He couldn't make he's, the shot. Yeah, through. he's not as strong. So I, I don't. Hmm. James Harden is in the perfect role for him. He is. He plays and, slow, but he can play fast. He can yeah. put his body into it, or he yeah. can finesse. He's one of those crazy players who can play on the fringe of either side. Yeah. So I don't know if you can take him out. and it, it, If you put anybody else in that position outside of LeBron James four years ago, I don't see how he could do it. 
Okay. But we'll see. Yeah. We'll uh, see if he can keep it up. We'll see if he's, his body can take it because he's still taking some hits. Okay. And you remember um, two years ago in the playoff run, playoff run when they lost to the Spurs, Harden ran out of gas. He got tired. He, I mean, he is on a torrid pace, but can he keep this up? Having had to do this for the past two, three weeks, and still has over half, like half the season left, well, and well, all the playoffs. So is coming back soon. Apparently. I know, but like, I, I don't think that that doesn't. That just, that doesn't I don't think that decreases really decreases Harden's minutes on the floor, though. No, you're right. Because I think Chris Paul coming back decreases everybody else's minutes on the floor. I still think Harden plays around the same amount of minutes. He's Harden's playing 37.3 minutes per game, as opposed to who? I, I, I just don't think, like, if Chris Paul comes back, oh. I don't think Harden's minutes go down much. I think everyone else's minutes go down. Austin Rivers not going to be playing. It'd be smart. I mean, it would be. But so James would want one thing. I think he has it in his mind. He wants MVP, so he's going to do everything to get it. So to keep that MVP, he needs to keep his numbers up. So once he gets his numbers, I think he'd be okay with taking a seat. You think you? The question is: Is he is he sacrificing a possible championship for the MVP if he make, burns himself out? They just got to make the playoffs. After they make the playoffs, they know that the MVP race doesn't matter. It does all. All that matters is winning. So right. I think their game plan would switch up, and maybe D'Antoni is all planning right. on that. You know? Okay. So here, here is one stat I can throw out at you as far as um, uh, uh, Steph's rule. Um, James Harden leads the league in percent of points um, that are percent of points he either scores or assists. Points responsible for right? Yeah. At forty six point six two. Second place is Damian Lillard at uh, thirty five point eight nine. This list does not uh, go down to Steph Curry, but this list. Does mention that Trey Young is 16th at 30.24 and does not list uh, Steph ahead of him, which means Steph is at less than 30.24. So you're saying he would assist way more, and so, the team so would be I'm, about the I'm, same. I'm saying I'm saying if he got if he were in the same role yeah. as uh, James Harden, do you think he would be getting the same number of points responsible for? I'm wondering because look at because he's look, a fantastic distributor too. But look at he's a good ball handler. He's a fantastic distributor. He turns the ball over way less. He doesn't need to score 57 a game to win. Yeah. So he's not he's not actively looking to score 57 yeah. a game. To uh, win. He's uh, only also, actively looking to score. I, like I think at this point you'd have to look at the team around James Harden and the team around Steph Curry. Then he, yeah, uh, around Steph Curry is the third highest. Uh, uh, points responsible for it. Kevin Durant at 35.61. Kevin Durant scores or assists 35.61% of all uh, Warriors points. Durant is a leading scorer on the Warriors. So. Yeah. So, I mean, let's say Harden's, like, Curry assists more because he's got better people to assist to, but assist is... But in my mind, Curry is the most efficient, well, probably the most efficient player ever play the game. Um... I, 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 th- I think most efficient and high scoring because there's yeah, yeah, yeah. Mo- 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 most efficient in any meaningful way. Okay, okay. I still don't think you could put Steph Curry no. in James Harden's role. I think I think I think you'd have to change. Same. I think you'd have to change the team. I don't think you could just plug and play. But I do think that if the heart if the Rockets were to have Steph Curry to build a team around, and they were to make the adequate changes, and you had Steph Curry going out there and scoring, being responsible for 46% of the team points. I don't know. I don't know. Something we'll never know. But that brings us on to our next talk of 
bringing people back. So the people around James Harden, one of those people, Chris Paul, we're excited to see him uh, come back. He's injured right now, still with that hamstring. Uh, expected to come back next week. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm excited to see. How's that going to affect this team? Uh, it's going to – Harden's going to have some time on the bench. I, I don't think Harden can continue with the minutes he's playing. I agree, and I don't. I don't think the Rockets have actually figured out how to play with Harden and Chris Paul together yet, because Chris Paul's convinced. missed a ton of time, and then when Chris Paul got healthy last year, James Harden went out for a little bit. Like they, the two of them have not been on the court a significant amount of time together for the Rockets to really figure out how to run that system. So I still, I still think they need to figure out how to make it work. Or do they? One two punch. They would have gone. They would have beaten the Warriors had Chris Paul not gone down last year. In uh, what were they down three two? I yeah. think they no, had. It was, they had. It was. It was, it was they were up three two. They were. Yeah, they were up three two. I mean, it and also, then the Warriors came back after Chris Paul didn't play and they yeah, beat him. True, but but the, but the rest of the Rockets did miss. They missed a career a career number of threes. Just abysmal. Which you live by the three, you die by the three. I feel no pity towards him. Not gonna lie, I feel like we might be able to make one three out of twenty seven attempts. Not, not with that. Not with NBA. Dude. Don't don't, <laughs> don't be vain. We they were I still can, being. I de- can, okay, the amount of the, okay, by NBA the amount of wide open threes in the corner Trevor Ariza missed that game. I think was nine. I think one of us can hit a wide open corner three. You think? I had a pretty uh, bad day at the Y today. Let me yeah. tell you. Yeah, I, I I don't I don't think being put. Even if you put me in an NBA game and said stand here and shoot it when you get the ball, I don't. I, you can give me nine tries, I don't think I make a three. Internet, like you give me nine tries in just a gym, yeah, probably. I'll yeah, one. But like, you give me nine tries in an NBA game, getting catching an NBA pass with NBA defense closing out on you. Well, yeah. Okay. Even so, if you're wide open. So you had the you had the question that will they get their shit together where James Harden and Chris Paul can play together? I don't think they need to. Why not have them both start so there's no question about who's coming off the bench, but then bench one early, have a one-two punch, whether it be Chris Paul or James Harden, and just run the run the team. That's that's what, that's what they did last exactly. year. Exactly. They pretty much never had. They pretty much never didn't have one of them on the court because they're two superstars. And yeah, I mean, you, like we said with uh, Dennis Smith Jr. and Luka Doncic, at a lesser extent, two great players who just can't really play together. They so I I think they both play the first nine minutes in the last five. I think and, they can and, handle and, that. Their and, egos can and handle beyond, that. And beyond that, and like probably play together a little bit more than that, but beyond that, pretty much split the time evenly. Exactly. And yep. Other people in the injury. So this is injury report. We got uh, Dwight Howard just returned from back surgery. Uh, he had a. Is it worth? Is it worth it? <laughs> dirt, a dislocated disc or something like that. But he is back. Uh, he still has about another month in recovery before he can get back to practice. Uh, so we'll see if he comes back and changes the uh, the Washington Wizards from what they are now. Yeah, they should just they, <laughs> they they should just. But they will tank. never tank. Uh-huh. They will never tank. Ask their owner. Yeah, uh, we got Spencer Dinwiddie. Unfortunately, he went down with a torn ligament in his finger. He's out four to six weeks, uh, which really sucks. The Nets are on a five-game winning streak. They're actually fun to watch. Dare I say it? He kind of is their bench. He was their bench. I mean, Chris LeVert was their first guy. Um, he went down, unfortunately. Now we got another one to go down. For four to six weeks, it's not 
the worst. He's coming back. Is this two freak injuries, or is this showing that the coach doesn't know how to manage minutes and players are getting hurt? I don't know. Torn ligaments is kind of a... That's that's more... That's not so much a wear and tear okay. type injury. That that was... I, that's I'm not like going to call it freak, but I'm going to say that that's playing the game. I, 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 yeah. That, that, I, that's a contact I injury. I, I, I'm sensitive to it because I genuinely believe that Tibbs is a great coach aside from not being able to manage minutes, and that's why not so many players get hurt underneath Tibbs. Right? And so, like, maybe I'm trying... Maybe Tom I'm, Thibodeau? Yeah. Is he the... Coach of the no, not anymore. No, uh, no, and that what I'm saying is maybe I'm projecting what I think of him on other people. When okay, I see, when I see one team get a bunch of injuries, I start to wonder. Is it too many minutes? Okay, yeah. that's fair. Yeah, um, that, that's one thing I do have to I, give the. And then when he's playing 28 minutes a game, so it's not. Yeah. Massive. No, it's a good good chunk of time, but it, it's not in the 30s like we're seeing other people consistently play. Yeah. So, in fact, no one on the the entire Nets roster is playing more than 30 minutes a game. Jared Allen, he's getting good minutes. D'Angelo Russell's getting good. But he, you'll see him sit on the bench, and I was wondering, why is he not in the game? Well, I mean, you got to ride the hot hand. Yep, for sure, ride the hot hand. Um, but that that's to to our point. They're not yeah, okay. overusing that, their minutes. So I, I, I looked at their minutes. I wasn't sure, but... Um, one but, other, uh, before we get to the big one, is uh, LeBron James is still out. Looking to make a return in the next couple of weeks, hopefully. Missing so him they're on saying, the court. They're saying he's day-to-day. Yeah, he will not be back tonight, but he might be back on Sunday. Yeah, it, it's an upgrade. He's day-to-day. He's been practicing, which is big. Yeah, I mean, he's, I think he's been practicing. Almost I say the, the Lakers. I mean, the Lakers are currently out of, out of the playoffs. Big game tonight against the Timberwolves, but they've stayed afloat. <sighs> I would but, say without him. So one we didn't. The boat is definitely like leaning one way. It's it's but teetering. It, 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 but it you know it hasn't completely sunk. Here's yes. the thing. I, the, the reason I'm worried right now, if LeBron doesn't come back in the next game or two, they are going to fall further and further because I don't see them winning a lot of games without Lonzo Ball. He was a very big yeah. kickstart to their well, offense. Well, Lonzo Ball, defense. much less Rondo, they don't have a point guard. Exactly. Who's the fucking passing the ball? I mean, Contavious Caldwell Pope will get you there in a pinch, but he's not. No, he's Josh, not the Josh guy. Josh Hart, maybe. Josh Hart is also good in a pinch. <laughs> yeah, there's just. Are they are they going to run Ingram and Kuzma as the point forwards? Brandon Ingram has shown that he's not ready to yeah, step he's, into he's the pretty turn, turnover prone. Turnover prone, yeah. not taking a shot. I mean, there is there's only the, if the game goes into overtime, he'll get you points, and that's what he's good at. He doesn't take the ball to the hoop mm-hmm. enough. Yeah. I mean, there's only three point guards on the Lakers roster. It's Ball, Rondo, and Isaac Bonga, who's only played seven oh, games. Isaac Bonga. Oh, shit. And I'm just four minutes Isaac a game. Isaac Bonga, guys. Fuck. Yeah. Yeah. So. Uh, Lonzo Ball, take your time. Isaac, Bonzo, Isaac Bonga's here. Guys, today. guys, I got this. It's fine. I mean, they, I mean, obviously, Rondo is, I think, expected to be back pretty soon as yeah. well. So, I mean, obviously, LeBron can handle oh, the ball. Also, the even, though he's, even though he's listed as a shooting guard. Lance, uh, Lance Stevenson. Yeah, he's a floor general. We got Lance, but uh, that that leads us back with our our final injury of the of the report. Unfortunately, wow. most improved wow. player of the 2017-18 season, Victor Oladipo, has gone down with a torn, or sorry, wow. ruptured quad tendon. Yeah, it was right leg. Um, unfortunate because it really didn't look like it was going to be that bad on the 
on the replay, but until they strip them off, until they, I mean, sorry, when you when you look at just the injury or yeah. the play that happened, you're like, oh, that's maybe just like a twisted ankle or something like that. But then no. he he look he pulls his his leg sleeve down and he sees it and he's like, no, get the stretcher over Is here. Is there a nice like dip it's done. right here? Oh, they wouldn't show us. Yeah, they wouldn't show that us. That's such a. Moment. That's when you know. That's such a. So unfortunately, prayers up to Victor Oladipo and his uh, his family. Let's hope they can get back, or he can get back to a uh, so to a comeback. Originally, we were going to discuss: Are the Pacers still a playoff team? I think that's a dumb question. I think yes, they are. Now, here's my question: Do the Pacers make it to the second round? Uh, I, I think they'll make the playoffs. All right. So you guys think they'll be bottom five? You think you think the Sixers and Boston will both surpass them yes. by the end? By then? Yes. Okay. So that means they're playing. Either Milwaukee, Toronto, Boston, or Philly. Is there any one of those that's more favorable for the Pacers? You think they could play the Nets? It's, they could play the Charlotte. Oh no, they're not going to play them. No, not uh, if they're bottom five. If they're bottom, if they're bottom, let's let assume they they're the fifth seed. That's where. I, I, that's where I, I, I think, think they're Philly, likely to land. Philly's the softest of those. I, I agree. I agree. I think. I don't know the Celtics. Toronto. Toronto plays great team ball. I. As much as I'd like to keep saying, oh, the Celtics will get their shit together because it just seems like that's what we've been saying. They started off slow. They had they Crazy played thought. well, and then I don't know something they're coming back again. I still think I agree because the the Sixers are the but I think the youngest, most inexperienced. So, yeah. so crazy thought here. Let's let's just say that the Pacers slip down into the six seed and six the play the. Who do they, they play? They'd be playing they'd be the playing three. The they play the three? Okay, the so the, let's say that the Nets move up to the three seed. The they Nets. somehow get to the three seed. You have the Nets. Uh, okay, let's say they keep going on a tear. Why not? Why not? Huh? I'm just, I'm, I said, I like the Pacers. I, 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 I take the Nets. You take the Nets? If, if the Nets are going get into the three seed, I take the, the, the three seed Nets team, I take. All right, fuck it. Just so we can go through the whole lineup of people <laughs> who might make it. The Heat. Who do you take? Heat or the Pacers? Pacers. 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 Um, Bucks, obviously. Yeah. Uh, Raptors, obviously. Don't, don't even ask the top five team. I'd okay, yeah. Let's, and Charlotte Hornets. That's the most I'll intriguing one. That's the most intriguing because Charlotte has the best player in mm. Kemba Walker. But I think, full circle, the Pacers are a better team. I, 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 I take the Hornets. That's tough. On, I give it to home, whoever's home court advantage. Hornets and six. I give it to home court advantage. That's who I give it to. I'll give it to Hornets and seven. Uh, other than that, let's just say, for argument's sake, Detroit Pistons. Uh, Pacers. That's a I'm not, I'm not even back, back that. Game, that game is a battle of the big. That's Drummond and Griffin versus Miles and Sabonis. I would say the Pistons on that one. And that is young. And yeah, he's a third. Yeah. Miles so Turner. I, or Turner, yeah. I, I'd go Pistons. I, I'm going Pistons on that yeah. matchup. I'd take Pacers. But let's say that they make it to the – that's the second round. We don't think they're going to make it. No. So past the first round, we only had them winning, what, two, three of those? Yeah. It's but, not looking great. No. I mean, they have Oladipo. They got a shot again. He's a clutch the player. They don't have a clutch player right now. Not but, yet. I mean, the trade, but there is the trade deadline still hasn't happened. Do you, oh, do they make a move? Do they? Who do they get? 
I uh, do they make a move or do they wait to see? I mean, is it going to be hard to attract someone in the offseason because it is a smaller they, market? They they also have Tyreek Evans, who I think is one of the misused, one of the most misused players in the league. They keep on everyone keeps on trying to make him a uh, uh, small forward. He should be a point guard or shooting guard. So if they start putting Tyreek Evans in Oladipo's role, he's not going to be Oladipo, but he's going to fill some big shoes. That's fair. That's fair. He's coming off the bench, though. Yeah. Whereas I think he's your starter now. Okay. Right now. Yeah, and you're you all, take him all over uh, Darren Collison? Yes. Well, Darren Collison's your is like your true point guard. They have Oladipo, the shooting guard, right? They okay. have it listed so as Tyreek uh, small forward to shooting, shooting, guard. Gu- shooting guard. But uh, okay. Well, like right Oladipo, now they like Oladipo. Let him run point a lot of possessions because yeah. he actually is very good. Right now they are. Seven. The Pacers depth chart says Tyreek is the sh- uh, second string shooting guard because Bojan Bogdanovic is the starting. Small forward. Okay. And Thaddeus Young is the starting power forward, and Turner is the starting center. So they have him listed as the second-string shooting guard. Again, I don't know how much he plays that role. But, I mean, the Pacers have a a good amount of of solid big men on their team. So it's not like they need him to play the the small forward. All right. Now, Doug, to the Pacers, I have another team I want to talk about. Here's a team that we ruled out, just like last year, we ruled them out early, and then what do you know, they came back. How about the Utah Jazz guys? I gotta give it to them, man. The Utah, what the hell? This maybe, just might be their thing. Maybe they have a terrible first third of the season, get into the 500 playoff range by playoff by halfway, and then be the fourth seed going into the playoffs. They've won nine of the last eleven games, losing only to Toronto and Milwaukee. <laughs> Fuck. Some decent company. Yeah. Um, also, in the last 10 games, Donovan Mitchell is averaging 30.3 points, 4.4 rebounds, 5.1 assists, 1.6 steals, and 3.2 uh, three-pointers made. And they're undefeated in games where Donovan Mitchell gets at least six assists. Wow. I think I think this is the Donovan Mitchell that people expect to see more it's of off the bat of this season. Stop trying to make him a two-guard. He's a great... Uh, he's a great... <laughs> Score first uh, point guard, which a lot of teams need. They got him at point guard now. Yeah, Ky- Kyrie Irving is a great score first uh, point guard. Why can't Donovan Mitchell fill that role? Why are you trying to make him a two guard? Honestly, you got Donovan Mitchell, Rudy, Rudy Gobert, enough said. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kyle Korver getting that three ball. With, Joe Ingles, Flash Uncles. Joe, Joe Ingles playing great. Favor, yeah. Favors has just, is just been. Solid for his entire career. They've also got a pretty solid bench too. Dante Exum, Grayson Allen, uh, Derek Favors, like we just said, mm-hmm. um, and uh, say, after that, whoever you, this Royce O'Neal has been actually playing, has played every game this season. They've got about eight solid players, and after that, they kind of get eight, nine solid players, and after that, it gets a little wishy-washy. But honestly, you can win a lot of games with nine players. Nine's playing, honestly. I mean, Drake, Jay Crowder's shooting threes. Freaking like Rockets do it with six. So. <laughs> exactly. So longevity-wise, I think they'll make it to the second, maybe the third round, but that's we'll see. Third round would be conference finals. Yeah, I think they could possibly upset if they get the right seating. But they they would need to run in yeah right seating. They would need to run in the right team, and you know. Do they beat the LeBron Lakers? No. I uh, it depends on who's on the LeBron Lakers yeah. if they're healthy. All right, so I can see him being all injuries out the door. Let's let's just say all teams are healthy, right? 
All teams are healthy. All, all, all teams are healthy except for those who have had career, uh, season-ending injuries. All teams are healthy and no major moves are made at the trade deadline. Yes, let's just these take, teams today. T- take take it. Teams today is healthy. Now, um, do they beat the LeBron Lakers? No. Do they no. beat the Warriors? No. Do they beat the Thunder? No. They did last year, but no, not this year. Paul George is playing better. Paul George has to show up. He's got to keep playing like That's he's playing true. right now. They can't play like they played at the beginning of the season. I, I've only got. And then yes, they can. That they would lose to the Thunder, but right. if uh, any one of those three things doesn't happen, they can do exactly what they did last year. They, 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 be, they beat them last night, but do they beat the Nuggets in seven? No, no. All right, so if they, so I think may, they could beat the Blazers, and yes. I think they could beat yeah. the Spurs. Yeah, but those would both be those would both be first round matchups. Like if, uh, the if Blazers you, are, uh, what the, I'm asking is to get to the third round. The Blazers are maybe, at the four seed right now. Maybe if you think they be a can round. beat the Thunder, maybe they can barely, maybe they can get lucky and play the Thunder in the second round. I don't know. The Blazers are the four seed. I mean, the Rockets are closing fast, but they could maybe hang on to the four seed. I don't Do know. they beat the Rockets? Yeah, I think I they can could see them beating the Rockets. Yeah. The Rockets are not a solid. Uh, I, I think the Rockets. Can go to the Western Conference Finals just as easily as they could lose in the first round. Honestly, yeah, just as easily. <laughs> it's it's one of those um, kind of games. So a couple other things about the uh, Jazz. Um, this this isn't how good they are, but this is just something I like to mention because it's a nice feel good feel good story. They got a bunch of season ticket holders together to donate their tickets back for Friday mm-hmm. games and are giving them to government employees who are furloughed and haven't gotten a paycheck in two months. And so I just think that's a nice little thing that the organization put together and the fans are supporting. I, when I first heard about that, when you told me about that, I was like, oh, government employees, what's these guys who make a bunch of money and like now, oh good, they don't make, no, no. these are actual employees who are like the, you the, the, me, these you know? are These are people who work in City Hall. You've seen the show Parks and Rec? It's those types of people. I'd give Andy Dwyer a, right? uh, a ticket. Yeah. Um, and then, uh, so that's just something. Uh, another thing that happened last night that I thought was really cool, um, they have some of the best fans ever, and uh, in a clutch moment, it was about a minute left, they were inbounding, Donovan Mitchell was guarding the guy at the inbound, and he told the crowd, the people sitting courtside, he said, yell in their ear. And I tell you what, they did, and they forced a five-second, like, I, I watched the video with audio, like, they were yelling. It was loud in that place, they made it hard. Regardless, it so th- like th- college think, about, think about the things that you are best at in life, right? Yeah. Think about the things, just the things you're most comfortable at, things you think you can do well. Take eight, pe- just say eight people right on the back of your neck, screaming as loud as they can. It does something to you, man. Can you, can you, it's it's like, like dr- a college driving. atmosphere. That's what I'm saying. Oh. If if you took like Kentucky or Kansas's student section and said, why don't you just go be the same role? Like ruckus amount you are at a UK game and throw them in an NBA game, it might throw some people Fuck. off because they're, they're not used to because they're not used to like constant loudness. Like we've yeah. all been to NBA and there's like it's a, it's, a, it's, a, it's a social event. Yeah, versus like a college atmosphere. I mean, you know the way I freaking yell at Dayton basketball games, <laughs> right? Like we try to get I'm gonna let them hear the it. Like it's. <laughs> I think it legitimately be yeah. interesting to see the effect of a college crowd of constant loudness from like a student section on an NBA game. It'd you and cool. I both know that fans have an effect on how players play. Absolutely. Because when you get a reaction, when you get somebody to look at you because you said something or you yelled. That's them taking their mind off the game, noticing you, and for that split second, they're not thinking about the game. 
So, side note, uh, my bro, uh, my brother knew a guy from college who, whenever he'd go to college sporting events, he would like deep dive onto the opposing players' Facebook pages just to get weird personal information about him. <laughs> and then he wouldn't yell anything mean, but just like whenever they had the ball, he'd shout things like, "Your mother's name is Karen," or "You should ah uh, you should feed Rudy your dog. He's a Shetland, uh, Shetland Terrier." Just like weird per. That like makes you think like how what the that's, fuck is he doing? That's that's weird. That's right. <laughs> I should feed Rudy. <laughs> uh, but all right. Um, and then the other big th- transition to the next uh, topic. The big thing come out of that. There were two fights in that game. One one fight, one altercation, one like getting each other's face. Yes. Uh, Derek Derek Favors and Mason Plumley had a little bit of shoving, and people came off the bench to do it, and the rest broke it up very quickly. Um, also. Um, Nikolai Jokic, among other players, should be suspended next game because he left the bench joining altercation, and that's one game suspension automatic. And if the league does not enforce it, I'm going to call bullshit that is superstar treatment. That's but- fair. Before for that Mason Plumley and uh, Derek Favors matchup, shout round of applause for that guy in the blue sweater trying to break it up. If you go back and watch that video when it's breaking out, there's this guy in a blue sweater. Yeah. He's just like, guys, guys, come on. We're all here just to have some fun, okay? <laughs> He's a fan. God dang. Oh, I'm going to have to consult the tablets uh, about this one. But I... then la- but then later, as as if he knew he won't get a one-game suspension, Jokic then got in it with Crowder. And they didn't, like, have any altercations, but they definitely got in each other's face. I mean, Crowder, really... Crowder did give him a, a he little of a nudge. He gave him a big shove with his And, and yeah. Jokic took, took exception no, to that. But he got in his face. He's like, oh, really? You we gonna do this? I didn't think he had it in him, but yeah. uh, he's like not taking any shit. Yeah. Do you see the uh, the assistant coach for either Boston or Atlanta who got thrown to the floor trying to control Marcus Smart in that game? Oh my god! Just comes up to and lays out. out. Yeah, yeah. Celtics Hawks. We, we we had another recent fight recently. Marcus Smart, DeAndre Bembry. That one turned into a big team brawl. That one was awesome. And anytime um, you got Marcus Smart and someone like pokes him, you know, you know, the reaction is bound to happen. Or uh, Devin Booker, Gorgie Dang. Yeah, that one just happened too. I mean, yeah, uh, and then they were saying meet. Uh, they were saying meet in the tunnel, and then did you Devin see, like, Booker pulling? tried to pull away from the security guard. It was awesome. <laughs> he was like, "I'm getting there. I'm going." Okay. Yeah. Uh, I also I also really like that. Uh, Gorgie... Did you hear the announcer at the game? He's like, "We need freaking cameras in the hallways in the locker." Yeah. He's like, "We need to see this stuff that goes on." Like, I, I like hilarious. how Gor- Gorgie Dang when asked about it after he's like, "Why do you want to meet in the hallways?" He's like, "I just wanted to exchange jerseys with him." <laughs> <laughs> oh, what a troll! I love it. Uh, you know, uh, it it's they're gonna fight, and much like hockey, they're gonna try to rip the jersey over the person's head so they can't punch. You know. The, the, so and but they're this, smart. They do that. This isn't really a fight, partially because of the size disadvantage, partially because um, uh, 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 I think both people in it are a lot of talk. Not a it's lot a of, big posturing thing. Yeah, for sure. You is. can't get pushed around because as soon as you start getting pushed around, people are gonna start taking advantage of that. But so R- Russ and Embiid. That's that's definitely a beef that hasn't been a fight yet. There might be one brewing. I think both Russ and Embiid are a lot more talk than they are punch. Yeah, I think yeah. Embiid's able to throw his weight around and yeah. down on Russ. I say if Russ is going to fight somebody, it's going to be Patrick Beverly. Yeah, if, yeah. I mean, they Patrick Patrick Patrick. If Patrick Beverly goes for his knee one more time, I I think Russ. No, I might is, go through the fucking screen full, and try to fight him. It's full out going to just rock him right in the face. It'll be like, all right, yeah. How many games am I out? But um, so. This leads us to a question. With we've seen an increase in fighting. Um, is this a fluke? Is there a reason? Is it just tension high because it's getting to that part of the season? Um, what's what's going on with that? Uh, my my personal theory is 
We've seen an increase in fighting aside from the Lakers brawl. I've seen no penalty for fighting. And so part of it is... It's just like ejections and technical. Yeah, but no one's been fined. No one's gotten suspensions. Well, Devin Booker just got fined for pushing. Okay, but... Okay. How much did he get fined? A drop in the bucket of his $134 million. Yeah, exactly. Not enough to be significant. But I I think until you start handing out suspensions, no one's going to take it seriously. I think suspensions or actual serious fines that are yeah. like noticeable to their paycheck yeah but um so do we do we think that is there is this a fluke is this an increase in fighting what, i think it's what, a fluke i don't okay. think it's gonna be an increase in fighting i i don't know how i feel about it if i feel like i would want it to be an increase in fighting because that's kind of exciting but it's i think fluke um i mean and what it all, all depends on the players like you know you we know what kind of player Embiid is he loves to troll on social media we know Russ when attacked will retaliate back like there are certain players who have these personalities like are any of you guys surprised Marcus Smart got another fight No. no so I don't know if it's just these players are just we continually see them because that's the type of player they are. I don't know about Booker or Dang. That's kind of a I first think, for both yeah, of them. So yeah. that might have just been a heat of the moment thing. Yeah. But it could just Pick be we're the seeing teams. the same people kind of be who they are. Like We're going to be seeing Russ versus Westbrook, or Westbrook versus Embiid, until the day one of them retires. So, uh, All right. Well, this brings us to – we've done this once before. This is my fa- personal favorite segment. Segment, who would win in a fight? Uh, we, we, we tried to have a sound effect. It was quiet. Never mind. It was a bell. Um, so, my first, and this might be my favorite of the matchups, um, who would, who would win in a fight of the Utah, of the Utah Jazz white small forwards? Is it Joe Ingles or Gordon Hayward? Uh, Gordon Hayward because he's younger? Jingles, he's going to kick that leg. Yeah. <laughs> ah, that's right. He does have an old man he's gonna strength. Go, he's going to go cheap 31 shot. 31-year-old old man he's just, strength. He's just going to go cheap. No, he's going to go cheap shot. He's just going to kick Gordon's leg. Oh, he, <laughs> he is a pretty good – he's a pretty big dude, actually. I, I mean, they're both about 6'7", aren't they? Uh, let's see how much they weigh. I'm, Gordon's not that skinny-ass kid from Butler anymore. No, Gordon's <laughs> pretty built. 6'8". Um, all right, Jingles uh, is 6'8". Yeah, how much do you weigh? Well, Gordon's going to lose and then ask Joe Ingles to fight him on League of Legends. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah, honestly, no, Joe Ingles, because yeah. um, Gordon Hayward's... He's, he's, he's a dork. He is. <laughs> you know right. he lives for getting pissed off for Friday night UFC. All right, how, how about the sophomore point guards? Donovan Mitchell or Lonzo Ball? We're su- and we're assuming all players are healthy. Donovan. Lonzo Ball's too passive. We saw Donovan's fire when with Ben Simmons. Also, 100% Donovan, in my opinion. I think Lonzo's got size on him. He's a little bigger. He is. 6'7 versus, what, 6'3? Yeah. yeah, but uh, Donovan's a little more fiery and aggressive. Fiery. He's more built, like, in terms of, like, the way he packs the pounds. He's not, like, Lonzo's a pretty lanky, lanky, lanky guy. Not lanky. like Brandon Ingram, but... Strength, I would, I, yeah, I... I'd watch that one. That would that one's kind of up there, but you gotta pick one. I'll get all right. I'm giving it to Lonzo. Lonzo. I'm giving it. To, I'm giving it to Donovan. Uh, I'm giving it. Uh, I, I I'll only be the tiebreaker, and I'm giving it to Mitchell. Oh. Coming in with Dennis Smith Jr. out of nowhere. Yeah. All right. Um. So here's one. These two players kind of look alike, have similar builds. Nothing alike in the game, but I think it'd be an interesting fight. Lance Stevenson or James Harden? <laughs> <laughs> They're built almost identically. 
I think his lane's a little taller. Just a, just a bit. About 6'5". About 6'5". Harden's 6'6", six, six, I think. Oh, well, well, I'm going to give it to Harden. He's pretty He's pretty. Give jacked. it to Harden? Yeah. The dude's got beef. And Lance is so dirty. Dirty? Yes. <laughs> uh, we're going in a fight. James Harden, I think mean, he's crafty as fuck. Ah, oh, that's tough. I think Lance would kick him as a dick, though. <laughs> <laughs> he's 6'5", six, six, 220. And Lance, Lance is 6'6", six, six, 230. Oh, shit. He's so bigger. He's little, so he's a little bigger. <laughs> I'm giving it to Lance because he's a little bigger and he'd fight dirty. Yeah, I, 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 I think. Yeah, no, no, there's no foul calls in a fight. Yeah, I, I think Lance. I think I think Lance would. I'll give. Lance, it, I'll change my. I'll go to Lance. Harden right. would win by disqualification. Lance Stevenson would pull a uh, a, a Hardy that we saw in the UFC fight and just <laughs> kick him to the side and had a legal hit. Uh, uh, all right, here we go. The D and three guys. Paul George versus Kawhi Leonard. PG. I was gonna say Kawhi Leonard is freakishly large hands, which is car- which catch every punch that Paul George would throw. Also, Kawhi Leonard doesn't talk a lot, which makes me think he's got he's got some dark secrets. There's, there's some inner, <laughs> inner rage that's been boiling up for like years. Like, I, I feel like the reason he doesn't talk is because if he did, it'd just be like fuck these people, fuck these people. I hate every single person. I like, but you're just so angry. Mm-hmm. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> He's uh, just like yeah. he's never gonna. So, 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 uh, so we 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 give in Kawhi. I give him Kawhi. I'm giving Kawhi. Oh, I'm gonna go. I go PG. All right. Um. How about how about this? Uh, the two stars of the blockbuster trade this summer, uh, Demar Derozan or Danny Green. <laughs> Neither. Just gonna go to a Tim Hortons and have some tidbits. Demar. You give it to Demar. I think he's a little bigger. Yeah, I give it to. As well, he's a little bigger. I think he's a lot more athletic too. Look at him. Danny Green's older too. Yeah. All right. Um. Here's a three-one fight, a three-person fight, and I originally picked it because I thought triple threat match. Yeah. <laughs> so I originally picked it because it was fun. Yo, with the is, is, this, hey, like, is, this hey. a ta- is this a tables, ladders, and chairs match? Ah. Uh, <laughs> all right. You ready? I picked it for the names because I was like, it's a pretty good matchup. Who would win in a fight? Nikolai Vucevic, Nikolai Jokic, or Nikolai Mirotic? <laughs> Uh, Jokic's the biggest. No, no, I think Vucevic's the biggest. Jokic was also described as what a. I'd give it to a, Joker. A, a bag of milk. Is what Jokic was described as. I think I give it to Vucevic. I give it to he's, Vucevic. He's the only too. seven footer. Okay. Or Jokic's a seven footer. Uh, Jokic's a seven. But I think he's thicker than Jokic. Uh, I I give it to I I would give it to Vucevic. How are you pronouncing yeah. their names? Joker. Right. Hang on. So the Joker is... <laughs> his nickname is the Joker or Big Honey. <laughs> <laughs> Big Honey. Big Honey. He doesn't have his goddamn height and weight on it. What the fuck? Uh, and in the red corner, uh, all right. the and, Big Honey. And, and, and ending with it, here is the heavyweight. The heavyweight The heavyweight battle. ultimate battle. This is, these are the two... Be- if these two people were fighting in the UFC, this would be the like the best UFC in the. Um, Give me Boban. Give me well, Boban. Oh, I didn't think of Boban, but no one, no one. That's not fair. <laughs> no <laughs> one can beat Boban. No. He's gonna stick his hand out. And they're gonna wave at him. I did. Uh, Anthony Davis versus Demarcus Cousins. Anthony Davis. Uh, or, sorry, sorry, sorry. Stephen Adams versus Demarcus Cousins. I was about ah. to say. Oh, I said the first one was very obvious to me. This one is a little. This is. 
Uh, Steven Adams might be just pound from the strongest guy in the NBA. He's um, he's a scary ass dude. Uh, but he, he literally looks like Khal Drago from Game of Thrones. <laughs> he's close. He's close. He looks like or the Aquaman, new MoMA. He, yeah, he's Aquaman. He looks like fucking well, Aquaman. Aquaman. That's, that's, actually that's the same actor. The same actor. That's the same actor. <laughs> Jason Momoa. I didn't um, know. Okay, I don't watch Thrones. Uh, I don't uh, know, but then then again, Steve Adams like, in his interviews just like this nice guy who called somebody a monkey. Like that's that was his form of talking bad about somebody. Oh, those monkeys. Who did he call a monkey? I was last season. He was. Uh, I forget what happened. There's, there's a bit of a, a racial monkey. connotation to that. That's a, be a bold strategy. <laughs> you gotta be careful. Oh, he's a big dude. He could probably yeah. take it. <laughs> All right, DeMarcus, I'm gonna give it. Demarcus is, I think, also would, would fight dirtier. Yeah, I'm gonna go to Marcus Cousins I just because I, I can't see. Well. I can't see the Kiwi doing it. <laughs> I think Demarcus Cousins would talk to his new teammate Draymond Green and kick Stephen Adams. <laughs> <laughs> you get some pointers. <laughs> you know, it works really well. Trust me, I'm, uh, it, it worked last time. Swift kicking the ass. All right, that brings us to worth mentioning. So, who wants to kick it off? Um, so, I, I had two worth mentionings. I'm just going to review the one because it still is pretty cool. Harden has 56 fouls on three-pointers, uh, and Lillard is second with 20. Okay. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to piggyback off of that one. James Harden uh, had, we talked about, in, well, in his loss to the uh, 76ers, he had 37 points, zero assists. Um, pretty un. That's a Kobe game. That sounds it sounds like Kobe, but it's not unheard of for him. He's not assisting the ball at all. Um, Clay Thompson went ten for ten on three point shots, and eleven for eleven if you count the one that was called off. Oh, there was one that there was one that he made, but it was like called off because like of a blocking foul or something like that. So ten for ten in the stats. In the stat sheet, he went uh, ten for eleven. He ended up missing one later on. Um, but he had 44 points, all of which were assisted. Uh, on four dribbles. On four dribbles. He dribbled the ball four times that game. It's um, two different players, spot-up shooter. Two different outcomes. All right. Um, here, here's one. I pulled something else from this uh, data sheet that I was looking at, but this is kind of cool. Um, Trey Young has 100, uh, 1,562 points responsible for, so that's either scored or assisted, and that accounts for 30.24% uh, of Atlanta's points. Luka Doncic has 1,511 uh, points responsible for, and that's 29.38% of Dallas's points. So that's within a percent point and within and 51 points apart. Wow. That's actually pretty impressive. Yeah. I still give Luka the uh, our, uh, rookie of the year. Oh, yeah. But, I, I, mean, yeah. I don't think it's much of a... Um, yeah. Going off of, so, the 76, I, I had to check this one. The 76ers have not beaten the Oklahoma City Thunder since November 15th, 2008. I saw that. It has been awesome. over, almost, it has been over 10 years. Over 10 years. You think of how much better the Thunder have been. Like, the Thunder have been a playoff team since they moved to OKC, because that's really? when they got, that's that's the year they drafted Durant. Westbrook. They had Durant. If it was 2008, that means it was their first season as the Thunder. Yeah. yeah. And the Sixers were, as what, besides last year, one playoff appearance in 2012, I think, since then. Like, they've been bad. But not one. They've been, they've been bad. That's yeah. terrible. Yeah. Nathan, um, do you have any Real other? Real bad. I've got one more. So this Go one's ahead. kind of uh, kind of crazy, kind of sad. 
every time a Indiana Pacers player is one most improved player, they have then had a season-ending injury. This is the third time it's happened. It first started with Danny Granger. Um, he had a couple years between his MIP and his injury, but the very next year he did get injured and miss some games. A few years later, he had a season-ending knee injury. Then you have Paul George, who had a very bad the, – the season after he won most improved player, he had his terrible injury. And now we have Oladipo again. So it's a, it's a weird trend for Indiana Pacers – but uh, let's hope that this is the Stop last Stop improving your players so much. God damn it, guys. For real. This is on you. This is on you. That's funny. So you know Dwayne Wade's been, like, trading jerseys after games? Yeah. yeah. Well, when he played the Kings, instead of trading with anyone on the team, he traded with White Chocolate. <laughs> I saw that. He also traded with... Uh, Benny the Bull. Benny the Bull. And Zach Levine. I mean... So Benny the Bull came and solicited him for his jersey, which is something... It's fine. Uh, we we all thought he was going to go Laurie Markkinen, but he I think before that did you go Markkinen or Levine? I think he already did Levine. He already did Levine because this was the second time they played them in their non-conference. What do you think he's going to do with the jerseys? Just throw them in some hangers and leave them there? No, he uh, put them in a frame. Yeah, frame them up in yeah. one of his a lot of wall space. One of his mansions. Um, but and then yeah, white chocolate because who the fuck would you give it to on the Kings? I uh. Breakout buddy, breakout your buddy heel jersey. Buddy heel would be Darren Fox. Maybe Darren Fox because Darren Fox uh, has come out and said he models a lot of his game. Uh, Stop. Young boy, boy. Yeah. Iman Shumpert. There it is. That's, that, that, that's the ticket. That's yeah. the ticket. All right. I think that brings oh, us really? to a player comparison. A pretty good one. Uh, they, to me, have very similar game styles. They um, both are great defenders, very good on offense, top-tier small forwards. They have very similar builds. Um, I think one's a little bit taller. I'm talking about Paul George and Scotty Griffin. Or Scotty Pippen. Scotty Griffin. I don't know where Griffin came from. <laughs> Scotty Pippen. Um, Scotty! I'm going to start by saying um, I have not looked at their stats. Um one thing I'm just going to throw out is this year's the first year Paul George has ever done anything clutch, and I do know Scottie Pippen is one of the most clutch players in NBA history. So that to me, it, I, I'm looking for someone to look at the stats and make the case against it, but that to me, I'm taking Scottie. And don't get me wrong, I love Paul George. He's one of my favorite players currently in the NBA, but I'm taking Scottie at the moment. Okay, okay. I'm Without looking at the, I have the numbers – on my laptop, and I haven't looked at it yet. I want to get. It's going to be really hard, especially with the career that Scottie Pippen had. It's hard to factor out those all those championship years with Michael Jordan. Um, if you take, if you move that to the side, you look at the defensive threat that Scottie Pippen was, and he's just ridiculous. The guy was unbelievable. Great Steelers. Um, he was on uh, first team All Defense for. God, I don't remember how many years. Um, I gotta give this one to. I'm gonna give it to Paul George. Here's why. Paul George, at this point in his career, is coming up. He doesn't have the accolades that Scottie Pippen had. He's gonna finally start to get recognized for his defense. He was great on defense last year. The argument was made that he wasn't very good in the beginning. His all-around game wasn't. He didn't have his head right in the beginning. Uh, but, but, exactly. He had been riddled with injury. Um, 
as we already said before, uh, in Indiana. But he was most improved player. He was that team. And I think that it just gets a little bit overshadowed how good of a player he was, how good of a player he is. Um, and I think that's why I'm going to give it to him because I think he, he deserves it. So you're giving it to PG? Yes. Get a PG and a Pippen? It, it's tough because obviously Pippen's got... We still haven't looked at his stats yeah. yet. So Pippen's just, got accolades. If I had to guess, just thinking about it, I'm going to guess Paul George's numbers are better. Just because Pippen was never the number one option. It was important. I Yeah, but that was like the back end so of his career. This might help. So, like, yeah, he was the number one option, but he wasn't like in his prime the number one Paul option. Paul George has played almost, almost exactly half the games... That Pippen's played? That Pippen's played. That's tough, but I, th- I think both could play in each other's, like, leagues. Oh, yeah, I think, bo- I think I both could, both, both game like, could translate, yeah. Is regardless of era. Yeah, yeah. I, also, I'm just going to recognize uh, the Wizard, the Warriors beat the Wizards today, but it was way closer than I thought it would be. Final score, 118-126. And Thomas Sadaransky finishing with 23-10. and 10. Yeah, Brian had a good game, too. So, who did you pick? I don't know yet. Oh, i got to give us just one. Just yeah. give, you can do this. 50-50 shot, dude. You don't have to pick right. It's just whoever you want it to be. Who do you want it to be? I'm, I'm going to give it to Pippen. Giving it to Pippen. Okay, so what was, what was yours? Uh, I, I want it to be Paul George. I think it's Pippen. Pippen, Pippen. Paul George. Okay, so we were actually – I discovered this uh, thing on basketballreference.com. Um, they have a really cool player comparison finder, and you can type in two players, up to like six players, and you can like edit the seasons that they played um, if you want to consider the whole careers or just a certain number of seasons, and then plug it in to see what – like how they compare. You know, and That's what I'm using right now, and looking at it, I just piped in from Paul George's nine seasons and Scottie Pippen's nine seasons. First nine for both? First nine for both. And games, uh, 573 for Paul George and uh, 707 for Scottie Pippen. Paul that makes missed. sense. Paul missed a pretty good amount because of his injury. Uh, Points-wise, Paul's average 19.3, Scottie Pippen 17.7. Okay. All right, so that's pretty average. kind of where we're thinking. Um, move over to steals. 1.8 for Paul, 2.2 for Scotty. 3.3 assists for Paul, 5.3 for Scotty. Uh, total rebounds, 6.3 for Paul, 6.9 for Scotty. Nice. nice. Um, free, uh, let's see here. Effective, or, yeah, effective field goal percentage, 50.8 for Paul, 50.7 for Scotty. Okay, so virtually identical. Just a, yeah, pretty much. And then the three point percentage or the three point yeah three point percentage. I don't even know if we want to consider because it was two different types of two different eras. Uh, Thirty seven point eight for Paul, thirty one point seven for Scotty. Okay, um, but still pretty good three point percentage for that era. So here in those stats, I think I give it to Scotty. Give it to Scotty. Okay, that's with just the first nine seasons. Yeah. Do we want to expand it to the entirety? Well, because in the entirety, you you obviously include Pippen's years when you know he wasn't in his prime. You, but in this, we're also including Paul George's when he's not in his prime. 
Yeah, no, I, I like the nine for I like the nine for nine comparison. I guess I think that that doesn't include Paul George. Well, does Paul George? What season is he in? Is this his ninth season? Yes. Okay, so that's including this season. Okay. So I. I hear that. I give it to Scotty. That's also totals. We could go per 36 minutes. We could go per 100 possessions. Oh, do, per, do the per 36. That's what I want to see. All right. Per 36 minutes, you got points. Actually, no. Do, do, do per 100 because they have two different paces of play. Okay. Uh, per 100 possessions. Points, looking at 29.2 uh, for Paul, 25.4 for Scotty. Okay. Uh, defensive, so defensive rating is an estimate of points allowed per 100 possessions, yeah. and they're both at 102. Okay. Uh, offensive rating, an estimate of points produced, yep. or second team per 100 possessions, 109 for Scotty, 108 for Paul. Okay. Uh, let's see here. Turnover, no, no, no. Blocks is Scotty 1.4 to 7, uh, or 0.7, I should say. Steals, Scotty 3.1 to uh, Paul George is 7, 2.7. Assists. 7.6 to 4.9. Total rebounds, 10 to 9.6. So Scotty is just, I think he's the clear. I, I think you give it to Scotty because he's putting up pretty comparable numbers without being the number one option on his team. Exactly. And, so, he and he's. I, th- I do got like the, the fact ships. that they are the same defensive rating, though. That's pretty impressive. And their offensive rating of 109 to 108, that's also pretty impressive. Yeah. Both, both being that close. This, this might be the best we've ever done as far as picking side by side. And I think. I think looking at how close they are uh, um, with their stats, I'm going to call a wash on their stats, and I'm going to give it to Scotty on the clutch factor. Because Paul George, until this season, was one of the worst clutch players in the league. And he's he's now too... No, hey, not worse than LeBron. Remember, LeBron's like the most least clutch player yes. ever to play the game, just right? To, to, just, just, just as any non-Cavs, Heat, or Lakers fan. Yeah. <laughs> All the Lakers fans last year. Yeah. So my... I guess my, my gripe with it is Paul George has never had a um, – I guess he does now, but before this, he hasn't had another go-to guy to kind he's of – He's never been the second option. Exactly. He's never exactly. He's never, had, he's never been the second option, which kind of stinks that he hasn't had to be, been able to play with the guy. So Russ, love the guy, isn't the, he's the number two now. Uh, if he uh, was better than Paul, which they tried that last year, didn't quite work out. Um, and now they're trying something new. So maybe this will – maybe he doesn't need to be the number two. We'll see. But it's, uh, I think, pretty clear it's going to Scotty. Yeah. You're going Scotty. Scotty P. Good on you. Well, that brings us to another end of Just the Tip-Off. Thank you for joining us, and uh, we'll see you next time. Please remember to follow us on Spotify, Podbean, or and or Twitter. Um, we're looking forward to hearing from you. If you have anything you want us to talk about, reach out at Just the Tip-Off 1 on Twitter, or um, you can still get me at my personal Twitter. I've said it plenty of times. Uh, you can also leave comments on uh, our Podbean app, I believe. So please contact us if you have anything you want to hear. Looking forward to hearing from you. Peace.